This the podcast that shit. I don't know. We gonna fuck up a couple times, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank y'all for tuning in to your Two Cents Podcast. This is your boy, Angry Man Trill. And I am that guy they call Conspiracy God Tonio. Hey, Angry Man. What up? Let them know why we call this Your Two Cents Podcast. Man, we calling this Your Two Cents Podcast because we just want everybody that's tuned in to come in, give a real, unbiased, and fair opinion on these sport topics around the world. Welcome back and thank you all for tuning in to part two, episode eight, the college edition. Here we're going to talk about the battle between Alabama and LSU tomorrow at 2.30. We also going to recap last weekend's epic, epic showdown in Memphis between Memphis and SMU and the impact that college game day had on the city. But let's get this started. We got... Alabama, LSU, Ali and Frazier. One versus two. One versus two. How you feel about the game? Do you think it's going to be a beatdown or a showdown? I think it's going to be a showdown because LSU finally has a quarterback this go around. So I don't think it's going to be your normal Alabama walk in the park where they win 42-3 and, you know, 30-30. You know, thirty to three or type of score like that. I think there's gonna be a be one for the ages. I think there's gonna be the best game of the day. And I got LSU coming out on top. What? Yes, I do. I got LSU coming out on top. Oh, uh, as we all know, Tua is a little banged up. Had a little small procedure on his ankle, something similar to what he had last year. I think that's going to kind of hamper him this game. And I just think LSU just got Alabama number this go around. What about you? What you what you think? As much, I mean, as bad as I want to say, LSU beats Alabama, I just don't know. Looking at the stats from last year, it's pretty similar. Alabama was number two. LSU was number six, and they got blank. And guess who was the starting quarterback? Last season. Who was the star in QB? For LSU, it was Joe Burrow. Same guy. His same guy in name, but is he, is he the same guy in player is the I, question. I don't know. He went 18-35 for 184, no touchdown, one interception. Yeah, see, that don't sound good. But I hope he don't come out and repeat that same performance and make me look like a fool either. I hope not either. Uh, just looking at the tail of the tape, man – they're pretty much even across the board when you look at it. Burrow has over 2,800 yards, 30 touchdowns, four interceptions. Tua has over 2,100 yards with 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. They both have a pretty good ranked game. Both uh, leading rushers for both teams have over 600 yards and both have at least five touchdowns. Uh, receivers, it's the same thing. Uh, they got two both top receivers have over 700 yards, and both receivers, both of the leading receivers for each team have nine touchdowns. So I think it'll be – I'm hoping it'll be a fair fight. I think LSU 
will have a, um, an advantage on the defensive end somewhat with uh, Alabama being down, starting uh, linebackers and having those young guys in. I don't know uh, if they'll be able to keep up in this type of atmosphere and this type of big game, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure Nick Saban's practices are way harder than the games because that's how they make it look when they come out to play. Yeah, but I, I although you said they may be out a couple guys, I think, well, I'm not going to say I think. I know Nick Saban will have his guys ready to come in and perform. You know, he's a no-nonsense, no-excuse type of coach. So I know they're going to be coming in well-coached, well-prepared. Um, LSU, I, that defense. That defense is suspect because I'm a Texas Longhorn fan, and we hung up 40 on them. Yeah, and we and yeah. we can't play defense. We really had a shootout with them. Right. So, I mean, if that's the way they're going to play this game, they better hope that Burrow can get off because if Burrow can't get off and that defense can't stop Tua or Jake the Snake or whoever going to be back there playing quarterback for Alabama, it'll be a long day. Yeah, I, I don't – that defense, like they, like you said, they, they're a little suspect. Uh, like I said, you don't know who's going to be playing quarterback, but I'm for certain – I'm positive Tua will play this game simply because – you know, this guy has many implications on this game. Yeah. You know, whoever shows up in this game pretty much going to, you know, win the man unless Jalen does something spectacular over there, on, you know, on his end. But mm-hmm. now – Oh. You go, yeah. Uh, the, I, I'm going to be looking more at the defense. Alabama gives up uh, 307 yards a game. LSU gives up 315 yards a game. Now, the LSU team I saw, they – they gave up 40 points, and I know my quarterback had almost over 400 yards. But to to today's day, they they give up 200, 200 yards passing per game, and they don't allow a 100-yard rush. Alabama, on the other hand, they allow teams to rush for 127 yards a game. So if LSU wants to win this game, it may be done on the ground. Yeah, now I mean I'm Alabama's run game, you know, with Najee Harris, I you know that's that's gonna be something to focus in on. But you gotta look at the the playmakers. I mean they got they got playmakers all across the field on the offensive side. They got playmaking running back. They might have the best wide receiving core in the nation. They just might. And then you got Tua. Now I'm not sold on Tua at the next level, but I'm sold on him for what he, you know, where he's at right now. I feel like he, you know, he's the quarterback of that team and he can get the job done. And, and like I said, he, he's getting the ball out there to those receivers. Um, you look at his numbers, you know, he has a 74.7 completion percentage. He's thrown for 2,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. Now let's let's look at this, right? Alabama's 8-0 and what? Tua played in seven of those eight games, right? Yeah. In seven games, this guy has missed what? 50, 50 passes. Yeah. In seven games, he's only thrown 50 incompletions. Let that sink in. With two, 
with two interceptions and twenty seven touchdowns. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know me. It, it, that is efficient. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely efficient. Now. Yeah, it's most definitely efficient. But I mean, it's not something that we haven't seen because Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's only missed fifty five passes. Right, he completed right at seventy nine <laughs> percent of his passes, and then you look at Jalen Hurt. He completed seventy four percent of his passes. He's only completed like forty five. So, so I mean, I, I mean, they playing Madden defense. I don't know what kind of defense they going against, but I feel like I think this will be. I'm hoping it'll be a showdown. Between LSU and Alabama, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely want to see a good. I don't want to see a, a a stump down, just blowout of either or. I don't want to see Alabama getting blown out. I don't want to see LSU get blown I out. I don't mind seeing Alabama get blown out, but I don't want to see LSU getting blown out. And a quick correction: earlier we said is one and two is actually two and three. Two and three. Who's no? Oh, 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 Ohio State number one. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Two and three is the matchup. Yeah, I. I I thought I don't know what made me think LSU jumped number one, but yeah, Ohio State number one. So give me a score and give me your team who win. LSU for the win. Thirty-four thirty. This is gonna hurt my heart to say. Hold on. Where they playing it? Tuscaloosa. God damn. As I'm I'm gonna stick with it, but that 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 changed my tune a little bit, but I'm gonna stick with what I said. LSU thirty four what is it? Yeah, thirty four thirty. Mm-hmm. LSU way. With mm. the game in Tuscaloosa at two thirty. A nice cool chill in Alabama. Trust me, I know about the Alabama chill because I went Auburn last weekend, so I know how it go. I'm gonna say Alabama thirty, LSU twenty three. Last second touchdown, something like that. That what you getting? Nah, they nah. It'll be thirty twenty three in the fourth quarter. Nobody will score. That's that's me. But stay tuned. Because coming up next is going to be a sick about Memphis, 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 Nothing but Memphis. 901, Memphis, what it do? Yo, got it at home. Hey, man, say, man. Stay tuned. You listening to your Two Cent Podcast with Trail and Tony. Welcome back to Your Two Cent Podcast with Angry Man Trail and Conspiracy God Tonio. This will be one of our favorite episodes because we get to talk about our hometown. The city. None other, none greater than Memphis, Tennessee. M-Town, what it do? And last do, weekend, we had the pleasure of hosting ESPN's College Game Day. Yes, sir. ESPN College Game Day came to the city, got some of that Southern-style, world-famous barbecue. 
Not that BS that they say is the best in Kansas City either. Let me be exact. They came down to the home of barbecue. Came down to set up shop down on Bill Street. On Bill. Brought the city out, man. Gave the fans something great to see, man. I seen a lot of people tweeting and, and, and all on Facebook talking about some. If they died that day, they died checking something off their checklist, they could die happy, man. It was good to see something like that come out to the city. And there's another thing that somebody brought to my attention. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was my wife. She said it was good that we was able to have something like that. And nobody got hurt. You ain't hear about no problems down there. You ain't hear about nobody acting no fool. So I want to say salute to the city for coming out, making sure we can have something. Yes, sir. Without somebody acting a fool. Hey, if we know if one thing can bring this city together, it's definitely sports. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. They always, you know, ride for the city, man. It's something good to see for the football team. And the basketball team both doing big things with big things ahead of them. Yes, sir. And, and speaking of the basketball team, mm-hmm. well, speaking of the football team, want to send a shout out to them. They pulled out their hot dub. Hot, hot dub. Hot dub beating SMU. Shout out to Coach Mike, Nor- Mike Norvell. And then speaking of the basketball team. Hold on. Before we get to basketball, okay, let's, okay. let's go back. Let's go back. I was on the road Saturday. Yeah. So I, you know, I didn't get to sit back and watch college game day and things like that. But everything that I heard, I had people calling me and I was calling people because I wanted to know. I wasn't here. I didn't get to go down on Bill and enjoy it and experience it. I wanted to know. I've never heard people so excited about a sporting event here in Memphis. And, you know, we've had a lot. We Now, we had the uh, Tyson and Lewis fight, but that was, we, you know, we were young yeah, back we then. Young. So I don't know if the excitement was as high for that or high. I'm pretty sure it's higher because it's some, it, it, it was our, di- like. Well, I think something happened right before the fight that kind of threw it. If I ain't mistaken, like I said, we was some young pups, and I recall because my pops was probably going to the fight. But I think something happened mm-hmm. that kind of took the excitement away from the fight. Besides then, Tyson acting crazy. Yeah, and then when the fight came, you know, it was light work. Yeah. So, But I, I feel like. I feel like this probably was better because you know how Memphians feel about the sports teams from Memphis. We feel like there's they are our own. They embody what we represent, you know. And I feel like the Memphis Tigers, if they don't do one thing, they always embody the city. They always got a grit and grind attitude, a me against the world attitude. Nobody respects them, and they're right. No, the national media – never respects memphis as a sports town i mean you hear about it all the time now i'm not the biggest dallas cowboy fan in the world i I hate the dallas cowboys but i remember when tony pollard first started in the preseason we had all these analysts coming now acting like they were at the memphis games and didn't know what they were talking about we had shannon shaw couldn't even pronounce the guy's name right you know i and we always getting disrespected, but Saturday it seemed like everybody had no choice 
But to respect Memphis, when you cut the TV on at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, depending on where you live, and you cut it on college game day, and you've seen them on Bill Street, and you've yes, seen sir. all the fans out there. It was freezing cold. The fans did not care. They had their signs up. They, they were loud. They were raucous. That's how serious they were. Oh, yeah, they was out there waiting on some Jay. <laughs> That's the only time you should be outside waiting. And, like you said, the football team showed up and showed out. Primetime game. Sure. Came in there and beat a beat a ranked opponent. Beat a ranked opponent, and I had just went to the game against Tulane and they smoked them. So I mean the hype was already built. That's all they were talking about that weekend. If we win this game, we got a chance to get college game day. Yes, sir. And now to talk about the team is about Cotton Bowl. What bowl we getting it? They trying to get a New Year's Day bowl. Yeah, so either way it go, we we know if they keep on this path, they getting one of them top bowl games, man. They gonna they gonna do something special for the city. Yes, sir. So major shout out, like you said, shout out to the Memphis Tigers football team for paving the way. And speaking of paving the way, they paved the way right on in the basketball season for Penny Hardaway and the boys to show up. Saw the debut of the unicorn <laughs> in the fire freshman class against South Carolina State. Mm-hmm. It was a much anticipated game. Everybody was waiting to see. You know, with Wiseman, he didn't play in in any of the exhibition games. So everybody, the, I don't think he played. He didn't play in the Bahamas. Nah, he, that was he ain't played no exhibition game. He didn't play in the Bahamas. Uh, couple practices he was held out so everybody was ready to tune in to see if the big ticket was the real deal now do you want to go first i don't want to give my opinion and people say i'm too hard on demand or whatnot so okay i'll go first i didn't watch the game i went back and watched highlights what i saw off the highlights was a very athletic seven foot guy uh I saw a couple of times people threw some bad passes and passes that you would think he would just catch, gather, and go up. He was catching them and dunking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to get a guy credit. I've seen him playing in high school. I didn't know his defensive awareness was that high. I didn't know he was that quick off his feet to block shot. And these the in that game, and the game they played a little earlier today was at UIC. Yeah, UIC. This guy is amazing. His timing on blocking shots is amazing. We had, I saw a guy, we saw it today. Guy beat him off the dribble. He went up for the layup. It was going the other way. Now, I think, I mean, you know, it's still early. But I'm pretty sure he once he gets comfortable playing with those guys, He's gonna start. He's gonna start shooting the ball, elbow extended, free throw line extended. Once he opens the game up, once they open the floor, it, it won't be too much of a problem for him. But I'm, I mean, I'm a realistic fan. I, I would love to see Memphis win the national championship, but it's hard to see a, a team, mostly full of freshmen, win a national championship. We they got one upper class. I will. 
what what Three. we would consider a, I mean, I'm consider urban class and juniors. Okay. They got one. And yeah, it's so, one scene. Yeah, so it's it's hard to win that way. Everybody don't know what it takes to win. Not saying they don't, well, it, but it's a learning it's curve hard that you when gotta you haven't through. been there. Yeah. So I'm gonna get this team a uh, sweet sixteen. That's my prediction. If they go further than that, I'm rooting for them. Um. Uh, well, my my take on the game and the team as a whole. I watched the game from from start to finish. Uh, I'm gonna start with Wiseman. I see what the hype was about and is about for him to be seven foot seven one, whatever they want to say. He got great feet. He has quick feet. He got great hands. He he catching everything. If you put it in his vicinity, he's gonna catch it. I heard somebody on the radio compare James Wiseman to Julio Jones. They said you throw it in the radius and he got it. Yeah, he 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 catches it out. Uh, he runs the floor. Uh, it was a couple trips where he got the rebound, started the break, and he beat the ball down the floor. What I want to see and what I need to see more of. Because once he get to the next level, big man not really posting up like that anymore. Beside MB, Cat, and Joker, I need to see him show range. I need to show, like you said, I need to see. Excuse me. I need to see a, a elbow jump. I need to see a get in the post, face up, one dribble layup. You know, I need to see. Added dimensions to his offensive game other than just rebounding, dunking it back. Because right now you're just looking like a, a high energy big, which is great for what he is. But like I said, for him to be take that next level and become what they think he can be, I, I need to see more added to the offensive game. Um, the starting lineup was pretty much what I thought it was. Um, I tweeted out during the Bahamas trip. I was off one guy. I thought DJ would start, but mm-hmm. Penny started Lester. Uh, if I could see why, because you want to add, you know, you want to add as much shooting as possible when you got those big down there. I I think honestly, Albert, he may not want to play DJ Precious and James all together. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just I, yeah, I just get, off the team that they play. You know, any other coach, they gonna go small because they gonna try to outrun them. Right. Which, you know, makes sense. And li- I saw highlight man, DJ is athletic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I, reverse, uh, that reverse jam. Yeah, out the baseline. Yeah. And then I, it's all. It was also another play where he got it at like the free throw line, and I think Precious set him a screen right at the free throw line. He came off of through Precious the lob. So he got he can be a playmaker, he could be a scorer, he could be a decoy, he could be whatever you ask him to be. He's uh, the X factor. Yeah, he yeah, he and I I text I said it's gonna be about three to five games where DJ gonna take over and show that he he, he actually he, the you real know, he got it. He he that dude. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Precious. That boy, he is built. I think he is probably the most NBA ready out of everybody on the team. I just don't think how the team is constructed and how they've been playing so far is going to show that Yeah, he can't showcase his skill. Yeah, I don't think it's going to actually allow him to show that he's NBA ready. But just looking at his makeup and how he plays, he, he, you know, he going to be a wing. But it looks, just looking, it looks like he can score from the outside. He can score from the mid-range. He probably got a little mid-game, post-game, too. Um, and he can run the floor as well. I didn't see much out the guard play the first game. And I felt like I didn't see that because if I just look and it seemed like every play that they ran was drawn up for wide. It like every play it 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 ended up with the ball going to wide. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get the big guy acquainted. We gotta get the unicorn ready. Right. So I, I wasn't able to really see much out of the guard play. But tonight you saw Yeah, now tonight I saw Boogie gonna be a lights out shooter. Didn't see much out of uh, how you bow ball bow 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 bow. My bad. <laughs> Didn't see much. Of, I don't know if he got in foul trouble while we was watching the wood, but it was he started and then they had Alo in. Yeah, they brought Alo in. Then I didn't see him no more. Did we watch? No, we started watching uh. Put it on Cleveland. No, nah, we were watching uh Auburn. I think it. And yeah, we were watching uh somebody else. Yeah, but we, I I didn't see much out of him. But Boogie gonna be a lifestyle shooter. Uh, after the first game, and even now, I, I even mentioned it to you. I could see a situation where Damian comes out of the starting lineup and Penny inserts a low. Simply because. To me, it seems like when Alo gets in the game, everything just calms down. When it's the young guys, it's like it's just a lot of a lot of ruckus. It's just a lot of chaos and I ain't gonna say confusion, but it's like it's it is help the skelter. It's just mm-hmm. all over the place. And I feel like Alo bring that calmness, get everybody in, in play, everybody in the right position, he make the right play. Uh, first game didn't see much out of his offensive guy. I think he took one or two shots. Made he hit one. a three tonight, tonight, though. Tonight, he made a good move off the bounce. He didn't make the shot, but I liked it, the aggressiveness. Then he turned around made a three. And he shot it with confidence, then hesitate. Then and think twice. Didn't think twice about it. Just shot it, cashed it out. Uh, I'm going to mention this. I seen a couple of people on Facebook and Twitter arguing about why Jaden Hardaway was getting playing time and why was he playing over Ryan Boy? I'ma say this and I don't mean it to be mean spirited or nothing like that. That's a non factor because once we get into the nitty gritty of the schedule, neither one of them gonna be a factor. Neither one of them will play. Uh Tyler, from what it's looking like 
Penny going to use Tyler as a lightning rod out the bench. He wanted to come in, increase the pace, take and try to make the wide open three. Don't do too much. You know what I want to see? What? I want to see a game where Tyler get off. I, I, this is what I want to see. I want to see a lineup. Boogie, Tyler, DJ, Precious, James Wiseman. That's the lineup I want to see out there. Those five, and I want the team to play a zone against them. I, I just want to see it. It is a it's a possibility. You never know what may dictate it, but I don't think that'll be the lineup that Penny no, willingly throw no, out no. there. I, I, but I want to see that lineup. Like mm-hmm. I, I would like to see. I would like to see Tyler play with a no. Tyler get out there with a with a true big man. Mm-hmm. And then you got two floor spaces with Tyler and Boogie. I can only imagine what a shooting contest look like between those two. I know Mike Miller probably jumping in in practice too. Well, and you get DJ, you one. get DJ in the middle to break. You get DJ in the middle to break the uh, break the zone, and then you lob it to either side. Yeah, I would love to see that. I, I might that might just be a pipe dream, but that's something I would love to see. Uh, I mean, like it's possible, but what I. What I feel is, you know, they say you can never have too much talent. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's kind of the case here. I feel like they got, I'm not even going to say too much talent. I'm going to say he got too many guys that I feel like he feels he has to play. Because right now he going, with like, 9, 10 deep. Yeah, but in his defense, is the second game of the season. I mean, once you get well, yeah, around, yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I can only go off what we got yeah. right now. Once, once you get around, going. once you get close to New Year, because I mean, it's it's a it's a honeymoon phase for everybody. Practice is so much different than the game. Once practicing, everybody look good, but once you get in those games and that pressure get on, everybody start to play different. So. You get a year, you not a year. You get a month or two to figure it out. Now Memphis got a big test coming up Tuesday. They'll go against. Uh, yeah, they got Oregon. They got Oregon. Uh, Memphis native Chandler Lawson plays for Oregon, so it'll be nice to see him going against some of the guys that he, you know, played with in high school and won against on the AAU circuit from Memphis. So that'll be nice. Uh, we just gonna we gonna keep a lookout on the Memphis Tigers. We gonna see what Penny uh Penny is gonna do. Before we shut it down, uh-huh. tell, me, tell me tell me your expectations again. I think you said the sweet one for six, Timmy. Yeah, I said Sweet Sixteen. I think they'll win the AAC. Sweet Sixteen. Okay. Give me give me some numbers on Wiseman. What you think he in the year with? Uh, first of all, we gotta make sure he gonna be well, eligible we, to we play. Assuming he plays. Uh. For the year, I probably give him uh, I give him eighteen, eleven, okay, three we, blocks. Okay, we had the same as eight numbers in my mind. I was I wanted to say twenty and ten. Yeah, I want to say twenty and ten, but I know once you get in the yeah, conference I, play, I, I, the yeah, change up. Yeah, I think up. gonna calm down. So like you said, I go eleven. You said eleven and eleven. I'm gonna say eleven. I said eighteen, eleven, 18, and three. Yeah, eighteen and I give him eight. I give him eighteen, ten and two. Yeah, so we bounce, we bounce by. And I get, 
You say sweet sixteen. I I'ma say thirty-two. Dang, you ain't gonna give him a second weekend? I, I say they go field a thirty-two in and something happened. I give him sweet sixteen. Coming out the sweet sixteen or making it to the sweet sixteen. Making it to the sweet sixteen. Like I said, if they can yeah, make it further than that, because they got the talent. It's hard. It's hard to win at the next level. It's hard. People think you just, if, if it was that easy, then Duke would have won it all last year. Like this sign, see it? I seen well, baby, very easy. Anyone would do it. Anybody. But it's hard to win. Everybody, trust me. Every Each one of those 64 teams or 68 teams that make that tournament go in that tournament, with the same mindset, they want to win it all. Nobody's going in there to lay down. So the moment you take an opponent lightly, it'll be the moment you lose. I got, you know, I'm for the home team. I want to see these kids do well. Let's represent. It's time to start representing Memphis in a positive way. We got some of the best athletes in the nation, and we got the chance this year to show it. We got the chance this year to show. Any last words for the viewers today, Angry Man? It's just good to be back. And trust me, trust me, trust me, we won't be gone that long again. We're going to keep updating y'all with content. Uh, as we said before on previous shows, follow the page at Your Two Cents. We are always conversating, conversing, and willing to debate with any and everyone. Uh, for those that we have been debating with, if we have said some things that rubbed you the wrong way, we sorry. But let's get this understood here. We, we've never been disrespectful with anybody, ne- never said anything derogatory with anybody. We've just said our uh, opinions, our beliefs. and uh, Stop taking Twitter personal. Yeah, yeah. Stop taking personal. Another thing, stop. When people disagree with you, you throw out your little tweet and then you try to block us so we can't say what we want, we need to say back, and then you run away. Uh, other than that, I'm, that's yeah. it. Just follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at your two cents, and we uh, also and we also have a YouTube page where you can find snippets of different episodes being uploaded so make sure you check out the youtube page yes. at your two cent it'll be some snippets from this episode as as well as part one that we'll have uploaded so be sure to check that out uh, like i said we want to thank all the listeners for tuning in uh thank y'all for conversing with us on twitter even though we've been out of the way these past couple weeks but like angry man said it won't happen again weekly updates uh we're gonna get our blog back running so you always have new material from us from some type of media outlet yes sir and be looking for these these uh new shows where we at we on apple itunes we on spotify we are we everywhere we ain't we on your mama uh tape player yes sir we everywhere anywhere where you can plug us up put some earphones in or, or running through your car you can hear us talking spitting these hot opinions the real opinions unbiased opinions about every sports topic coming up also keep an eye out for uh 
it's gonna be some good fights coming up too this month and next month yes sir great fights coming up matter of fact gotta keep your eyes on it but uh until next week y'all be easy and be safe out here this is the spirits of god tonio anger man trail and you have been listening to your two cent podcast